What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode number 31 of Jokestrap. This is Wes Hoffman. It is February 5th, 2018. Um, It's the day after the Super Bowl. Um, The New England Patriots and Philadelphia Eagles played. The Philadelphia Eagles won the game. And I'll talk about that a little bit more later on in the show. But here we are, episode 31 of Jokestrap. Welcome. Thank you for listening. Uh, For those of you that are listening for the first time, maybe you saw that this podcast was tagged with the word Super Bowl, and you're like, oh, I want to listen to a podcast about the Super Bowl, because I haven't heard enough people talk about the Super Bowl, Um, which would be weird, because everyone today, I'm sure, has been talking about it at work, and you could probably have your ears talked off about it on the radio and wherever else you listen to people talk. Um, I'm sure you've heard people talk. Um, your friends, everybody. Um, anyway, yeah, maybe you came across this uh, podcast because uh, you were looking up the keywords joke strap or not joke strap. That'd be weird if you were to look up the keyword joke strap. That's the name of the podcast, but that's still kind of weird. Um, no, maybe you were looking up the keyword Super Bowl, came across this podcast. Thank you for giving it a shot. Uh, but yeah, the key behind this uh, podcast is uh, it's a mixture of uh, talking about stand up comedy, life. Uh, being a stand-up comedian like myself, and then also about sports, because sports is also a passion of mine, so I try to combine the two together in one podcast, and uh, that's what this podcast is all about. So, thank you. Um, Yeah, so, first of all, let's talk comedy. Um, This week, the week of February 5th, got a couple shows coming up. Uh, February 7th, uh, Wednesday, uh, at 7.30 p.m. in Morgan Hill, California, 88 Keys Cafe. Uh, it's a great show. Uh, got some lovely ladies on the lineup for you. Uh, Gene Yee will be there. Tree Powell will be there. PX4 will be there. Um, also a lady killer by the name of Arturo Regoza. He will be there. And the headliner is going to be Liz Grant. Uh, so that'll be a great show. Looking forward to that one on Wednesday. Uh, we did not have a show at 88 Keys Cafe in January since it was right after the New Year's, and we figured we wouldn't draw very well. Um, so this is actually our first show back um, since December in Morgan Hill. So looking forward to having a good time on Wednesday night. Um, Thursday night, I will be at the Blue Lagoon in Santa Cruz, um, a show run by uh, Comedian DNA. Um, I will be there um, along with my roommate, Jordan Rich. He will be there. Plenty of other comedians will be on that lineup as well. Uh, That's at 8.30 p.m. in Santa Cruz at the Blue Lagoon. Um, That's a free show uh, if you want to go to that one. So um, feel free to check it out. Um, It's always a fun time. That goes from 8.30 to 10 o'clock. So, yeah, that's what I got going on this week. Last week I did a couple shows in San Francisco. Um last week that was the first time i think i've ever done two shows in one week in san francisco um i uh i don't know it's kind of weird uh been doing comedy for a while just uh going to san francisco has never really been one of my uh uh things i do a lot of i guess just because uh it's not so much the drive it's um the parking in san francisco it always drives me nuts so um uh, I made it a point to do two shows in San Francisco last week. Uh, I did one on Tuesday at a place called Buzzworks, which I didn't realize is a place I've been to before. 
Um, it's not far. It's actually right next to a Slim's, the concert venue in San Francisco. Uh, didn't realize it was that close. Uh, or forgot the name of the place, so I didn't realize it was that close. And then when I got there, I was like, oh, I've actually been here before. Uh, the show's upstairs. Um, we had to wait till the State of the Union uh, speech was over by Donald Trump before we started the show, which was a little disappointing uh, because... You know, our opener ended up being funnier than everyone else on the bill. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it turned out to be a pretty good crowd um, put on by uh, Kei Chang. He's the one that uh, booked that show. Um, so it was a fun time. Uh, and then uh, parking was a, an adventure there. Um, I tried to park at the Costco. There's a Costco, like, right down the street. I tried to park there, but um, apparently... I couldn't like if you're not a Costco member you have to pay so I went to the pay machine and I was like I have number 87 I entered my spot and it's like enter coupon code and I was like what the fuck is that I don't have one of those I tried to take a guess a few times I was like I don't know I'm gonna enter this number like I'm gonna crack the code I didn't so I left the parking garage and went to look for the free street parking and uh, this place is right around where I had my car broken into uh, last year in San Francisco. So I was like really like skeptical as I was parking. I was like, I don't want to do this. Um, so I did find a spot, hit everything in my car, uh, made sure nothing valuable was in sight. Even if I thought it was not valuable, made sure no one could see that either. And luckily enough, I found my car after the show and it was fine. So yeah, that was good. Um, one thing that I had talked about in the previous episode that I've been trying to do with comedy is, uh, uh, there's a, a certain bit that I've been doing, uh, that's been getting laughs, but I haven't enjoyed saying it, haven't been enjoying telling it, so I wanted to cut it out. Um, Tuesday night, I did not succeed in doing that. I still did the bit, and I was kind of frustrated with myself afterwards. Like, I kept, I, I kept doing the set, and I was kind of, I was like disappointed in myself for doing the, the bit. So it kind of dragged me down the rest of my set, um, which was disappointing, like I said. So uh, Thursday night, come Thursday night, I did a show um, at Matching Half Cafe um, in San Francisco. And uh, that show started at 6.30, which is insane. <laughs> uh, the cafe itself usually closes at 6 o'clock. Um, uh, they're generous enough to, to remain open for the comedy show the first Thursday of every month there, uh, put on by David Klein and Anika Dell, um, great people, uh, lovely people. Um, and, uh, yeah, they just serve, uh, uh, wine and uh, beer at that time. They don't serve all their other regular menu items, which is fine. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it's a, it's a nice little show. Uh, they had a lot of, uh, good talent there uh some comedians i had worked with just maybe once or twice don't get to see that often uh, i saw them on that show um so that it was a lot of fun um but yeah uh only street parking around that area i was lucky i got i left right after work uh to get there i got uh, a parking spot at six o'clock so i had plenty of time before the show started uh so that was nice and, uh, yeah, the, the show turned out well. Um, I was the second comedian up. And uh, 
instead of opening with the bit that I've been hating, or not hating, but just not enjoying telling, instead of doing that, I did a poop joke that I had wrote that day, on Thursday. I wrote a poop joke. Aren't you proud? I opened I opened with the poop joke, and it did not do well, but you know what? I felt better, because I took a poop. No, that's because <laughs> I didn't poop my pants. I, uh, because I, I dropped the, the bit, I, I didn't tell it, and I felt good. I felt good after telling the poop joke. <laughs> I felt great, and uh, I felt good the rest of the set. I felt more relaxed, um, proceeded with the, the rest of the material. Um, aside from the poop joke, everything else seemed to go over well. Um, I actually could have, I would have liked to have done more time. I was having so much fun with that set, um, I didn't really end with the joke I wanted to close with, but that was because I kind of thought, I don't know why in my head I was thinking, oh, I have a little bit more time than I actually do, but then I got the light. It was one of those moments, and I was like, ah, oh, crap, i got to finish up. So didn't maybe end with the joke I wanted to, but overall I was really happy with my set on Thursday night, and that's something that normally doesn't happen. Um, it's a rare occasion for me to be happy with my uh, material, or not material, but happy with a a performance. I'm always like hard on myself after shows a lot of the times, but this was not one of those times. This was one of those times where I walked out and I was like, all right, I did it. <laughs> I did something I wanted to do tonight. So that's good. Um, so yeah, hopefully I can uh, keep going forward with that and not use the bit that I'm sick and tired of telling. And, uh, that'd be great. Um, so yeah, so that was that, uh, Thursday night, uh, Zach O'Wiseman, uh, he closed out the show on Thursday. Uh, if you have not heard of him, uh, look him up on YouTube. Uh, he's a pretty funny guy. If you like dark comedy, uh, dark humor, uh, he is a good guy to watch. Uh, he's he's really twisted, but he's hilarious. Um, yeah, you should uh, definitely check him out. So, yeah, that was last week in comedy. Anyway, are you guys ready to talk about the fucking Super Bowl? All right, let's do it. All right, so the Super Bowl was yesterday. Uh, February 4th, right? And uh, went to a buddy's went to a buddy's house of mine, uh, watched the game with some friends, uh, had a good time. Um, and I was pulling for the Eagles. I was. Um, why? Because uh, I think the Patriots have won enough already. Um, is it hatred towards Tom Brady? No, that's not it. No. A lot of people, I guess, or cheering against Tom Brady. I don't cheer against Tom Brady. I just cheer against the Patriots as a team. I'm tired of them winning all the time. I'm tired of them being in the Super Bowl all the time. They're becoming the New York Yankees of football, in my humble opinion. Uh, so I said, all right, I'm rooting for Philadelphia. The Eagles have never won the Super Bowl. Let's make it happen this year. And uh, it was a really good game. Uh, it was really entertaining. Um I was surprised by the minimal amount of penalties overall in the game, and uh, I thought it was a well-played game. Uh, some surprise plays, uh, a pass to Nick Foles uh, for a touchdown. Nick Foles, the quarterback of the Eagles, first quarterback ever to get a receiving touchdown in a Super Bowl game. Uh, Got to give it up for the Eagles kicker as well. A rookie uh, making the longest uh, field goal ever in Super Bowl history by a rookie and then he actually got that record early in the game and then he ended up breaking his own record later in the game with another field goal so that was pretty impressive and uh 
guys like Torrey Smith, who used to play for the 49ers. Um, he made some good catches for the Eagles down the, down the stretch there. Uh, Zach Ertz uh, with the great touchdown lunge. Uh, Zach Ertz is actually a local guy to, for, for me. Uh, he, he lives in Danville, California, so he doesn't – or he's from Danville, California, so he's not far from here. Uh, so he's considered a local guy. Um, but, yeah, so he had the game-winning – what turned out to be the game-winning touchdown, which was under review for, like, ever. I didn't understand that. They were uh, looking at the replay of that touchdown for a long time. It didn't make sense to me. It was clearly a touchdown in my eyes, but whatever. Um but yeah, so it was a very exciting game. Um, Patriots came up short. Um, they did ask uh, Tom Brady afterwards if he was going to retire. Uh, sounds like he's pretty much insisting that he will be back. Um, and uh, that'll be great. Um, I think he should come back. Uh, I mean, he's 40 years old, yeah, but uh, he still obviously proved he can play. Uh, leads a team to a Super Bowl, so why not come back? Um, as long as it's still in you, if you want to do something, you should do it. So, um, and maybe losing gives him more fire for next season. I don't know, just an idea. Like if he had won the Super Bowl, maybe he'd be leaning more towards retirement. I don't know. People like to go out on top. That's what I'm saying. So I think he wants to come back and kind of prove himself to everybody. Um, Rob Gon Rob. Gronkowski, though, uh, is saying that he might lean towards more, lean more towards retirement, um, even though he's only 29 years old. Um, the dude suffered a lot of injuries so far in his career, so he may actually leave the Patriots, and that would be interesting uh, to see how they would go about replacing him um, should that happen. Because um, uh, obviously Gronkowski is one of Brady's favorite targets, but Whenever someone leaves the Patriots, they always seem to find someone to replace them with. Uh, Danny Amendola's, the Rob Gronkowski's of the world. Uh, some some receiver always seems to step up and help out their team. So I'm sure even if Gronkowski leaves, they'll find someone to help their team. Um, it won't be an issue. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed the game. Uh, Commercial-wise, uh, I don't know. I, I was... A fan of the Tide commercials that they had. Uh, those seem to be the best commercials, in my opinion. Um, especially the Tide commercial uh, that started off like it was going to be an Old Spice commercial. I think that was the best one, um, in my opinion. And uh, the halftime show uh, with Justin Timberlake was a little bit disappointing. Uh, the audio quality seemed to be off throughout most of that show. Uh, so I really didn't know what songs he was singing. And then it was kind of disappointing. There wasn't really a special guest. He did do a tribute to Prince, which was kind of cool. Um, it was kind of cool to see the city light up in purple uh, in honor of Prince. Uh, so that was neat. But uh, other than that, you kind of expected someone else to come out. I guess they were afraid Timberlake was going to take whoever's clothes off or something. Um, so it's like, I don't care who you are. I'm going to take your clothes off. Um, but no. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just that halftime performance just felt a little like it lacked a little. I'm not saying that Timberlake's a bad performer or anything. I just think the halftime performance was a little bit lackluster. Uh, but yeah, so that's my uh, take on the Super Bowl. Uh, it was a good experience. Fun watching it. it. was 
exciting the whole time. Ate a lot of good food, had some drinks, and regretted it all later that night. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, speaking of the Super Bowl yesterday, um, prior to the Super Bowl, the San Jose Sharks played. They played the Carolina Panthers. Um, or not the Panthers. That's the football team. They played the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, they had an early game on Sunday, and they won 3-1. Uh, to one. Um, That's their uh, second win in a row. Uh, they had won also on Friday. And uh, so they're, they're getting back on track in their winning ways, so that's good for the Sharks. And uh, they're still, like, uh, just within – there's, like, just a few points separating these teams in the Pacific. So uh, every win is is big. Even when they were getting those overtime losses, just to get that point was huge for them. Like get the points any way they can. Even those, even though the overtime losses are frustrating, at least you're getting a point out of it. And in the standings, that's huge right now. Um, so, so yeah, the Sharks have that going. Um, they play tomorrow at six o'clock against Colorado Avalanche, and then they play uh, Thursday against the Las Vegas Golden Knights at home. And then Saturday, they will be at home against the Edmonton Oilers. I'll be going to that game, so I'm looking forward to that one. And, uh, yeah, so uh, the Sharks are are starting to look better. Um, Joe Thorne, obviously, may not be back the rest of the season, so they need to have people step up. Guys like Kevin LeBanc have been stepping up. Uh, it's good to see. Uh, Logan Couture continues to be uh, scoring a lot. And... Uh, yeah, so they're they're looking a lot better these last few games, and hopefully they can uh, keep it going. Um, the Golden State Warriors, uh, they had back to back that was pretty tough um, last week. Um, they played a game. What was it? Friday night. Uh, yeah, they played Friday night against the Sacramento Kings. And then Saturday, they had a game against the Denver Nuggets, uh, both on the road. And that's a tough back-to-back to have. They rested some guys on Friday night, and it uh, looked like it was a pretty good idea. Um, they ended up winning the game against Sacramento on Friday. Um, they should have won the game against Denver on Saturday. They did have a lead, but unfortunately, they ended up blowing it, and... Uh, Ended up losing the game Saturday night. It's uh, no real, like, catastrophe for the Warriors. Pretty sure they're going to make the playoffs without any problems. But it is a game they could have won. But they just didn't. They had too many mistakes at the end. Um, But, yeah, their, their main focus is just to make the playoffs. And then once they do that, then they'll worry more about these little things. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, sort of the sports world in a nutshell. Um, yeah, wait, isn't there another sport? Oh yeah, baseball, uh, duh, uh, baseball starts soon. Uh, pitchers and catchers are going to be reporting shortly, um, not too long from now. Um, So it's about a week or so until pitchers and catchers report for spring training. Um, The San Francisco Giants are making moves. Uh, The A's are not making that many moves. 
Um, not surprising. They don't really need to. Um, they did trade for Brandon Moss, like I said on the last episode. But who knows if he'll even make the team. Um, and, and yeah, so uh, they're going to be getting underway with spring training. I think the first games of spring training are within a couple weeks here. So uh, baseball season will soon be underway. Uh, college baseball starts soon as well. Uh, I think opening day for college baseball is like February 16th. So um be interesting. Uh, I go to a few college baseball games every year at San Jose State, or try to, um, my alma mater. Uh, San Jose State's baseball team is eh, usually not too great, but who knows, maybe they'll surprise us this year. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, that'd be nice. Um, and, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's about it in the sports world. Um That's pretty much yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, that's pretty much all I got to say for this episode, um, covering the sports and covering the comedy. Um, I will be uh, like I said this week, Wednesday Morgan Hill, Thursday Santa Cruz. Uh, come on out, catch a show if you want, and if you don't, then fine, whatever. Uh, <laughs> be uh your loss i guess i don't know my, my gain <laughs> uh so yeah as always you can stay tuned on the website westhoffman.com uh and uh you can find out more details about the shows there uh thank you all very much for listening i hope you have a great week and i will catch you again next time bye